Welcome to Depressed Dolphins. I am your host, Jordan. And there is Briggs over sitting next to me to my left. Technically standing over standing, to your Standing left. to my left, sorry. Now sitting on your right, or okay. soon to be. Well, we have a literalist in the room, everybody. Outside. Let's... Okay. We have a literalist outside, everybody, because we're sitting outside on our balcony. Accurate. Um... Yeah, we're just going to talk, talk about 2021, recap things, and uh, yeah, so uh, Briggs, how was your 2021? Uh, it wasn't too terrible. They had some moments, you know, good, bad, the ugly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what What about you? Well, how was yours? Do you, you want me to talk about mine one way or the other? Yeah, yeah, talk about your I don't know. We had we had some good moments. We had some bad. We talked about most of the bad, I feel like, on here, one way or the other. Yeah, Virginia Beach. We agree that Virginia Beach that day was the worst, which if you haven't listened to that episode, I can't even remember what that one's called. I think it was, uh, what holiday was it? Uh, it Veteran? was Memorial Day. Memorial Day, Day yes. Yeah, so Memorial Week, to listen to that episode. It's actually pretty hilarious. Uh, we got ourselves in another conundrum, as we usually do. And, um, yeah, that, we agree, was the worst day just because we spent so long at the hospital. And we went to two hospitals that day, and it was just bad. It was bad for our son. It was bad for us. The whole day was just shitty. <laughs> yeah, if you're, you're hearing this knocking sound in the background, that's our sound design expert, Charleston Chu. Uh, he is currently playing with one of his Christmas presents. Uh, it's a large Kong that is weighted, uh, currently with nothing in it. Uh, I bought him... I want to say it was freeze-dried chicken bits that sort of felt like soft foam. Uh, but he doesn't like them. Uh, and all they do is they become uh, a, a soft foam in our carpet. Uh, and uh, then we have to throw them to him for him to recognize that they are food. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I took them out of his Kong. And so now he's playing with it on our balcony. Uh, and it's very loud. Without the, the 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 chicken in there, he can pick it up. But with the chicken in there, he physically can't. It's weird. Yeah, it's like this huge Kong. It's kind of wobbly. So, like, because obviously it's like a wobble Kong where, like, the treats are supposed to fall out as they play with it. Um, but, yeah, apparently we didn't put the right treats in there. He's a little picky because he has duck treats in his um, little treat closet over here in the storage closet out here in the um, balcony. And he has duck duck jerky, and he has, like, these little, like, rib bone things that he can eat. And so he's like, freeze-dried chicken? Uh, how about you give me some of that duck jerky there? Uh, yeah. Basically, he said that the chicken was pretty foul, but the wrong kind. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's what he said. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and there's Briggs's cackle. Um, I don't know if you can hear it amongst the mid... The mid evening noise out here with the construction outside and the the I, I don't think they're doing construction right now but that and the, the highway and the airplanes traveling above us because we live next to an airport so yeah you guys get some uh some uh asmr asmr anyways we'll keep that joke running for another year yeah we, we have to right there's there's no other choice right though the question is uh what's our our theme this year right because i feel like last year Shooting the shit. You're shooting the shit. What what's our theme this year? Um what? I don't I don't know. I think I I well what would you like to see with this podcast? Uh, I say our theme this year should be either uh crime noir or or uh cyberpunk dystopia. That's those are my choices. 
Okay, well, I'm not an expert in either of those, so... Neither am I. That's the important thing. <clears throat> right? that, all that means is that we, we do stuff like... If, if it's crime noir, it's like... So this dame walked into my bar, and she was talking about her problems. And I knew when she came here that... <sighs> Yeah, fake server because I don't smoke. I knew it was going to be one of those nights. Yeah, it was one of those kind of things, right? I mean, we could definitely do a crime, crime noir. I don't know how we would incorporate uh, cyberpunk dystopia in there. You want to give us a little version of that? Yeah, yeah let me. Let me I, I, have to, I have to think about it. I have to think about it. So, because like cyberpunk, it's, it's like, it's a look, which I feel like would be hard in an audio form, but we could do it. We could do it. We have to have more like machine sounds, right? Like our audio production guy, Charlie, would have to really work at it. Let me see. Bam, 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 bam. That was from my arm. That was from my arm. Okay, sorry. Cyber, cyber man. Cyber man, not cyberpunk. Yeah, no, I don't know. Right? Like, it's it's all, like, I don't want to get, like, weirdly racist. The only reason I say that is because the last cyberpunk thing I did uh, or was involved with, th- there was a lot of characters of a lot of different ethnicities, right? Because it's, it's supposed to be in the far-flung future, right? And so all the ethnicities have blended together, right? And so it's always like the Japanese and the Chinese have taken over the United States um, and they've become like mega corporations because naturally they have they have uh, they have the resources to do it and they have the the what's the word the organization to do it. Right. And then all of the rest of us basically just end up being like in poverty slums. Right. Uh, And so every other group is just hanging out in the back. See, and I was thinking more like Mad Max style. Oh, that's another option. That's not I was, cyberpunk, though. Yeah, it's not cyberpunk. I was, yeah, I get. That's I, just apocalypto. That's apocalyptic kind of. Yeah. yeah, that's a different kind of dystopia. Yeah, that's different. So I guess, yeah. guess you're right. Um, I mean, I'm okay with it. You know, we can. What we could do is blood and gasoline is my bleeds. I don't. Yeah, know. I guess I was thinking more like Bioshock. Uh, oh, that's a different thing. Well, too. that's also a different thing too. But yeah. I was thinking either Bioshock or Mad Max, which I don't know if you guys have ever played the Bioshock games, but I freaking love them. Um, that's more like Atlantis and stuff. Well, so that's that's underwater libertarianism, right? Oh, okay. Well, let's you and your fancy words. Let's let's move on. <laughs> let's, oh, I'm a right. simple person. Okay. Wait. Uh. So, I don't remember what it's called. There is, and this is legitimately a topic we could talk about. There is a guy, I think, in, like, Washington State or someplace like that uh, that has created a form of the, t- of the city of Rapture, but it is for hamsters. Oh! Oh, we talked about this. This is so cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's talk. Okay. So, like, to set the stage, let's yeah, talk about the- let's talk about Bioshock, so they understand what we're talking about before we just talk about like underwater hamster libertarianism, right? Okay, okay, okay. So, Bioshock is set. I want to say in in the future, but no, I think, I think it's it, modern times. I think. It, well, it was weird because there was it was got it has like the nineteen like forties and like fifties kind of music style, yeah. so that was confusing to me. But then it has like. It kind of has like a vintage noir to it. Yeah. So 
it's modern times, but with a vintage noir, um, and you know, and think forties, fifties as far as that goes. And then it's got like um, there's the city of Rapture, and apparently it's it's kind of apocalyptic in the sense that humanity is 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 evil right that's how it always is humanity is evil and then it's like they decided to make this new city okay or whatever so or am i thinking of the uh, the next game so you, you're because the there's the sky idea, but you don't like the the reasoning is lost on you. okay okay well then go ahead no no, no it's cool so okay so the idea is like there's a guy named um andrew ryan right mm. and andrew ryan was this super rich like billionaire type guy who was very much against certain ideas to include religion, governments, and anyone telling him what to do, right? He was the most libertarian person on the planet, right? And he didn't like people too much either, but he knew that they were important. So his thought process was, if we get rid of all of that stuff, right? right. All the governments and religion and all that kind of stuff, and we build a society specifically designed just to promote people alone we could be better and the way that they decided to do that was they built us the city under under the sea and the reason they chose that was because they came up with like a or they found this this special chemical inside these sea slugs right called adam right yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the special chemical atom or whatever, right, yeah. made it so that they could um, cause mutations in people. They basically gave them superpowers, right? Like shoot fire out of your hands or bees for some reason. Yeah, bees. Or electricity. Yeah, all sorts of stuff, right? And so to monopolize the, the industry of atom, right, uh, he decided to basically go down to the place where the, the sea slugs existed build himself uh, an underwater kingdom uh, and bring a bunch of people down to include scientists and business people and random workers and create this place for people to be themselves. And the only real rule was Andrew Ryan is in charge, right? Um, but but here's, here's the problem with that. And here's yeah. the problem with a lot of things, a lot of politics and, you know, I mean, I guess just humans in general, like humans always need something to come from something, A. Yeah. B, they always need something to then look to or and or worship. Yeah. So then it becomes like he is their God. Well, so. The- but without it being a religious thing, it's just more like, what, what, what were you no, going to no, say? No, no, the, the issue point came in because, so I think for him was. He was in charge because he controlled the main resource. Right. And there was other people who also controlled different resources. Right. right? And the main problem point was one of the guys, a guy named Fontaine, turned out was like this major criminal. He was like a mob boss before he came there. And so he slowly started to take over. And then uh, it turns out Adam drives people batshit, just crazy. Where's his calm? Uh, I think it's oh, next, right yeah, okay. next to the, the door. It, he can't push it out, I'm fairly I'm just certain. Saying, I'm just saying, he always pushes his toys off. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Sorry, uh, we're talking about our dog again. Yeah, he, he finds ways to push things out under the, the balcony, like 
railing. Railing, and then it hits below where our neighbors live, which I feel like they aren't happy about, but I don't care. I throw chicken off the balcony, so, you know. Uh, Briggs likes to feed the wild animals, the woodland creatures that come into the 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 neighborhood yeah it's fun whenever the na- or the uh the the you know apartment people are like make sure you take care of things we don't want to bring rodents and i'm like i throw things off my balcony to make sure the rodents come <laughs> stupid Anyways, but go ahead um so he takes over he slowly takes over he slowly takes over um but uh one of the things that andrew ryan is doing on the side right is he is what Oh, sorry. Uh, one of the things Andrew Ryan is doing on the side is he is putting together, he's trying to build a, a person, right, to take over for him, right? right? Because he realizes that he can't do it forever because he has cancer or something like that, right? Um, and they've already been they've already been going through the process of, you know, uh, uh, tampering with human DNA and stuff. And so they create a person... And they implant fake memories into them, and they put a bunch of like code words and stuff into them, uh, and send them off uh, to go right. And it's Andrew Ryan's real son, um, but okay, with but, but explain who you are when you come into the. I am. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, Fontaine finds out about that, right? Um, and sort of. Uh, grabs hold of that situation and that is when you come in, right? You are a character named Jack. Um, Your plane crashes on the way flying from who knows where um, and you end up landing in front of the entrance to Rapture. Um, And you go through a whole bunch of crazy shit. Um, And I'm going to spoil the game because it is a very old game and if you haven't played it by now, you're you're never going to play it. Um... But at the end of the game, uh, one of the greatest moments in video games uh, happens, and at least in the recent history, the greatest moments, um, where you find out that you are that kid um, that Andrew Ryan had, uh, and you have been controlled this whole time um, be- through the phrase, would you kindly. Uh, that is your trigger phrase. Every time someone ca- says, would you kindly do this thing, you in fact have to do that thing, regardless of what it is. Um, yeah. And so you actually took down your plane. So, in the end, though, what they were trying to do is try to do, like, a libertarian utopia type thing. Yeah. Which, whatever, it's not a new story, you know. I mean, everyone wants a utopia. I mean, even the communists want a utopia. Yeah, and it's a question of, can you do that? Is there really a choice in your life? That kind of garbage. Right. Which is interesting, and I had a thought about this, and I lost it, so I'm passing it back to you. Ah, so now, now we wander to the hamsters. There is a guy, I think in Washington State, who has created uh, Hampshire, I think he calls it. I don't remember. But it is hamsters living in underwater bathospheres. Uh, they have a full living society underwater. They are safe, I will say. He does check on them. They have little underwater cameras so he can keep an eye on them. And underwater submarines that they can get into to go explore their, their under-the-lake lifestyle. It's very weird. It's very interesting. He comes and puts new little enclosures and attaches it to their, their home so they have more places to go. 
and brings food and water to them. It's very weird. It's very fun. He's been doing it for a couple of years now, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, underwater hamster libertarianism. To continue with our theme on animals in this podcast, did you guys know, and I didn't know this, that they do an experiment, or they have done an experiment on various animals, but lab rats in particular, and did you know, or was it mice? I don't know. Briggs will correct me here in a second. Did you know that they will put, they, they just threw, I mean, they didn't like physically throw. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. But they, they put a mouse or and or a rat, I think it was rats, in water to see if they oh, could yeah. swim. And um, what were they doing to them? I can't remember. They, oh, uh, it's the rat hope experiment. The rat hope experiment. So, like, they wanted to see if rats had hope i guess yeah they wanted to see the effect of hope on rats yeah the effect of hope on rats which is weird and so basically they the first the first group didn't last very long yeah so um the first set of rats or the first rat they threw in um they would put it into the water in a barrel basically that was too tall for it to get out right Uh, because rats weirdly are very good swimmers um, and when the rat realized that it, it wasn't going to get out, it would drown. Uh, it basically would drown within 60 seconds, um, which is sad and terrible. Uh, and then, so to, to guesstimate or to, to see what happened after that, um, they took another set of rats and they would put it in the barrel, right? And uh, at around the 59 second mark, right around the time where that rat was about to give up hope, uh, they would snatch the rat out right? Uh, they would pick it up, they would dry it off, let it catch its breath a little bit, and then they'd throw it back into the barrel, right? Uh, and at that point, that rat would swim for another, like, 28 hours. Uh, because the rat had hope. The rat recognized maybe, maybe at any moment that big hand will come and save me. Uh, and so it just kept on swimming until it couldn't swim anymore. It's, it's disturbing, obviously, because, like, I don't agree with, like, you know, experimenting on animals and things like that. Um, but it's crazy. Again, once again, like with the dolphin. Okay, so, like, the dolphin depressed out of his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, if you didn't know this, they did a government experiment. They tried to teach it English. They did a bunch of shit. They, he was getting hand jobs in a house that had, like, water, just enough water for him to swim around in. Where And the human had to kind of, like swim slash walk around in as well and she would give them hand jobs and they would uh drop uh what what is it lsd together and a bunch of other stuff because they were fucking dumb as shit and they thought this would somehow make the dolphin be able to speak english um when they realized that they that they were fucking stupid as fuck and someone was like what the fuck are you doing they what are we spending our money on they shut it down obviously he goes to sea world Dolphin is sad. Dolphin doesn't get hand jobs anymore. Dolphin doesn't get drugs anymore. Dolphin is depressed. So Dolphin swims down to the bottom of his cage and just drowns itself. Just chooses, 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 like holds its breath until it can't breathe anymore, and then it's just drowning. And then he's dead. He's dead. Every breath is a choice. Every breath is a choice, which is something we say a lot on this podcast, and yet. Here are these rats that are swimming and swimming and swimming, and they're like they're they're just they're keep they're gonna keep on swimming. They went because from swimming because they have hope. 
They're going to swim for one more minute. You know what? And that one more minute becomes 28 fucking hours. You know what? They didn't get any goddamn hand jobs. They didn't get any hand jobs. They didn't get any drugs. They I didn't get... they did get a hand job. They, just, they got lifted. They got lifted out of the, the barrel. But the, still, still, uh, it's one of those things where it's just crazy. The, um, the idea that even rats can have hope. And lobsters get depressed, you guys. Did you know that? I know we've yeah. said that on this podcast before. Lobsters also get depressed. This leads me to a question point. I, I remember listening to somebody. Before I knew about this hope experiment, this leads me to a question. I remember hearing this guy talk about how long could I survive on hope alone, right? Because he was like, if I was in the desert, right? If I was in the desert and I was about to die, right? Let's say in like two minutes... I was going to die, and I die, right? Obviously, I'm dead. But let's say we rewind the clock two minutes ago, right? And uh, someone brings out a sandwich, right? And they're holding it in front of me. I'm going to survive to get that sandwich, right? Maybe I'll die, but I'll probably keep going because I know that sandwich is there. And if I eat that sandwich, I might live, right? So maybe I live. But what if you just hold the sandwich out to me? Can I live on just knowing the sandwich is there? How long can I live on just knowing the sandwich is there? And can you take it away and then bring it back and take it away? Can I live on hope alone? Can you live on hope alone? Well, and here's, that's the big question, right, of uh, 2022 and going forward. Can we yeah. live on hope alone? You know, living on a prayer. Can we live on a prayer? Bon Jovi. Uh, I, 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 I don't know about living on a prayer uh, as far as that goes because, you know, I know people that are like, oh, well. If the Lord wants me to make $500 this week, I'll make $500. If the Lord wants me to pay my bills, I'll pay my bills. Worked for those orphans for a really long time. <clears throat> for the Baudelaire children is what he's referring no, to. No, I'm actually referring to the real orphans. Okay, well, let's not refer to orphans. Uh, orphans have a hard life. They don't need to be mocked. A hard mocked. life for them. Okay, we're done. It's a hard knock life. I'm sorry, I'll stop. Okay. Um, however, this this idea of can you live on hope alone i don't know i think at some point you'd be like okay i'm never getting that sandwich it's just hope this is this is useless to me what if they bring out something better no i don't think that if they bring out something better you can keep going however i do like this idea of maybe possibly living on hope alone because we are in a new year which happy new year happy new year it's 2022, and this is the first episode of uh, Depressed Dolphins this year. So, yes, way to go. Um, and we're, I know we're all hoping that 2022 is going to be better, and I guess that's what I'm trying to get at is 2020, garbage, right? Absolute garbage. 2021, we thought it was going to be better. We thought it was going to be, you know, we were going to be done with this COVID stuff. We thought that, you know, lockdowns would be done, mask mandates would be done, that we'd be living in back to normal, normal times. And yet, here we are. We now know, well, we should have known the whole time, but we know COVID is not going anywhere. It's only going to keep breaking up into more viruses. Um, however, you know, we want, we'd like to believe that 2022 is going to be better. I think there is something in manif- in, about the manifesting what you want into oh, the universe you know, not necessarily being like, I'm manifesting a million dollars and I'm going to get a million dollars. Be reasonable. You know, that's like asking a genie when a genie's like, hey, do you want, do you have three wishes? What do you want? And you're like, I want three, I want three more wishes or I want an infinite amount of wishes. Like, that's stupid. No, be realistic. I'm talking about like, you know, making it a good year. Just like the, the stupid thing of like, you know what? 
tomorrow's going to be a bad day. Instead of that changing your attitude and being like, you know what? Tomorrow's going to be a good day. I'm, because why? Because I'm going to make it a good day. So theme of this podcast for tonight, besides all the other weird crap that we've added, is will 2022 be a good year? I think so, because I hope so. I have hope. Like those rats, I'll keep... Poor, poor rats. Like those poor rats, I'll keep swimming for another 28 hours. I'll keep swimming for another 365 days. Let's do it. Yeah, see if the next year is bad. Maybe that hand will come out in the next year and smite us all. Yeah. Yeah, because it probably would, honestly. But... Cyberpunk. <laughs> so I thought we were going with crime noir. No, we do both. Altered carbon. Oh, God. Oh, speaking of, that's what I was going to say. That yeah. whole... Um, sorry, we're jumping topics here. That whole uh, description of Bioshock and, like, making it a better world and all yeah. that. You know what that reminds me of? What? That cowboy show that we watched. Oh, the Westworld? Westworld. Yeah, that's, it, that's, a, that's a, like a cyberpunk thing, actually. It kind of... Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Westworld, you guys should watch it. We... We actually still need to finish it. We haven't we, we haven't finished it. We got we got tracked into another several western. It's another another several things, but we did get stuck into another like western type course, thing. That the problem is Yellowstone. Westworld is on HBO Max, which we no longer have. Oh yeah, yeah. Westworld is uh is weird. It's like there's like a lot of secrets in it and stuff and a lot of things that I can tell that still haven't been revealed yet. But apparently I mean, it's basically like this world where people go and think of it as like an amusement park almost. You go, you take a fucked up amusement park. You go, you take this train, you know, you're dre- you, get, you get like dressed for the world, right? Or you just go show up in your regular clothes, whatever. But they, I, a lot of, most of the people, they're dressed in Western shit. It's this wor- Western kind of theme park type style thing. Where people go, they take this train to, and then they obviously pay a lot of money for this, and they go, and they can they have autonomy in this world. Basically, there's these people that look and feel and act like real people, um, but they're actually like programmed, and there's a lot of codes in them, and they're basically very advanced androids, like amazingly advanced androids. Yeah, yeah, basically, and um, you can you can basically go and just murder and you know loot and pirate and musketeer and do whatever you want and that's what most people end up doing they do just horrible horrible crimes i think everyone starts off like oh there's a storyline let's do the stories let's go be the hero yeah, and then these people these androids play a storyline in this world so like they're you know there's one character she's always like the damsel in distress the damsel in distress there's this other character who always tries to save the damsel in distress but he always loses there's this other character who's like um you know kind of a mistress of the night you know stripper kind of person um you know old school style bar you know in like a western bar though like a saloon or whatever um there's the big bad who comes into town to steal the vault kind of people you know because it's a western right yeah yeah but they play the storyline but then they start off with the storyline they're like oh yeah let's have fun let's do the storyline and then they're just true evil like colors come out yeah and they start raping people they start murdering people they start just like fucking around and torturing people for fucking fun which is weird because it's like these people are like truly truly evil people because even if there was a place that you could do this 
they look and feel like real humans. It's almost like you're satisfying a craving that you just can't do in the real world, which is and, crazy. And they react like real people because they think they're real people. And that's that's part of uh, spoiler alert. That's part of the uh, show is yeah. that the androids actually start thinking for themselves. Well, they they don't know they're androids. They don't know they're androids, but they they can think for themselves. They start like I don't know. It's weird, and then we haven't really got past that part. Yeah. So that part hasn't been revealed. So no more spoilers there. But yeah. it's a really good show. And yeah, if you want a cyberpunk, I would definitely. That's a cool style for sure. Yeah, I like cyberpunk as a concept, honestly. I think it's one of my favorite, like, genres that doesn't get hit very often. Yeah. Uh, it does get hit in some things. Like, I think um, one of those universes that I really enjoyed is Judge Dredd, right? Because it's a weird... Uh, I, I know you don't know. Uh, yeah. Judge Dredd is, like, a weird combo of a lot of different things. Uh, it was, a like, a British comic, right? Um, where it's set in Mega City 1, right? But instead of having... Um, judge jury and executioner it's just one guy it's just one guy there's a bunch of them and they just go around like oh you you jaywalked okay so uh the sentence for jaywalking is you have to work for 120 days in the slave camps good luck uh oh you murdered someone you're dead you're just dead stuff like that right it it gets crazy the thing that was really great about judge dread too though was that judge dread he aged in real time with the comics so if it had been 20 years in the real world in the comics or in, in the real world, Judge Dredd was 20 years older than when he started off. So he got really grizzled. Uh, it was it was fun. I enjoyed Judge Dredd. Well, while we're in the New Year's spirit, let's just quickly talk about resolutions or goals. Um, I think one of our at least our common resolution slash I, I'm not even calling it a resolution. I'm calling it a goal. Um, is to buy a house this year. Yeah. Um, that would be just awesome for us and our family. Um, things are looking up. I, for those of you who don't know, I got a new job. I start January 24th, uh, with a really cool company, um, which I'm not going to say what it is just because I like to keep some of my life private, but, um, yeah, start a new job. Uh, we got childcare, um, so that's kind of cool. And um, you know, from there, we're kind of hoping that with this new job, that we're going to be able to buy a house, and with you know our our combined income together, and um, Briggs has access to the VA loans, which is awesome. VA um, loans really help, guys. Go join the army. Yeah, go join the army. <laughs> um, no, go if you're going to join, go uh, coasty. Coasty every day. Coast the, the Coast Guard they get they they get so much fancy all things. All the benefits, none of the respect. Who needs respect? Yeah, who cares about that? You get all the cool benefits and like all the cool duty stations. Like my friend has been in the my friend's been in uh, Key West in Florida for like the last like four or five years, and they've been partying it up. So less PTSD, less broken bones. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I think buying a house is definitely our shared common goal and, um, getting Finn off the tube is another shared common goal, which he is almost there. So that's going to be awesome. Um, and then I think just for me personally, it's, you know, kind of getting my health back on track. Um, and I'm not talking about, I want to lose 15 pounds. (sighs) No, I'm talking about like, you know, actually feeling good, actually, um, 
you know, like I have some, some health problems here that I'm, I'm trying to, trying to get under control, I guess. I have an autoimmune disease. I don't really want to say what it is, but, um, yeah. So I would like to try to get that kind of more under control. And then, um, my smoking, I would like to just quit altogether this year. Um, and yeah, other than that, I just, I really want to make some friends. It's been 2021. Well, it's been really, you know, up and down. Briggs and I have gotten through it. We got married this year. We had our baby this year. Um, we moved in together last year. Uh, but we've now had this apartment for about two years and, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been fun. It's been good. Um, we've definitely had to go through a lot together this year, uh, with Finn being in the NICU and all the traumatizing shit. And then, you know, having a child that's tube fed and, um, you know, me having to quit my job and work from home. Um, you know, my, my good paying job to a shitty paying job. I mean, I took like almost a $30,000 pay cut. It was a good size pay cut. It was a huge size pay cut, um, to work from home, which, you know, the trade-off was I got to be with my son and he had care given to him and, you know, he's now gotten to the point where he's almost off the tube. So that's good. I mean, he needed it, you know, um, stayed home for almost a year. So yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was about a year because, like, with my maternity leave and stuff like that, like, I only worked at my office job for, like, another month or two before I took off. But anyways, um, yeah, so it's been a lot. We have gone through a lot. And on top of that, we have been pretty isolated out here for the last two years um, because when we did move in, it was right when the pandemic had hit, like, just barely even started. Um, lockdowns happened, as you guys know, in 2020, um, it was a scary time. There was nothing, right? There was nothing. There's hardly any food on the shelves, hardly any toilet paper, you know, all that crap that happened in 2020. And then, you know, 2021 rolls around and then we have this child with complications and I have to work from home. And so I'm not making friends at, you know, work or anything because they're all living in other States and everything. And then Briggs, he has some friends and stuff too, but they also have kids. So, and they live really far. So it's, it's been harder to make friends, especially with, you know, confined to Finn's tube feeding. Um, you know, we only have a few hours in between, you know, each feed. So it's like, if we go anywhere, it's like, you have the travel time counts, you know, counts as a big part counts as a big part and then we have to bring the tube with us and it's a whole thing and then he pulls out the tube which you know yeah Yeah. remember the virginia trip remember the virginia trip it's the virginia beach trip it's just been you know a wild ride so yeah we haven't really we've been isolated for the last two years um and at my other well-paying job i worked with all elderly people not even kidding everyone in my office was like 65 and older so you know, and I'm 27 and Briggs is 28. So it's like, yeah, we didn't make friends. Um, but I'm hopeful that with this new year and me working in office, I'll make more friends because it's a lot more family friendly, uh, company. Um, people have, a lot of people have kids. They get together a lot and do things together as a team, um, outside of work. Um, and I'm just so ready for it and so excited to make friends. So that also is a huge goal of mine is, 
to kind of get rid of the isolation and also to get once Finn is off the tube to put him in daycare so I can meet other moms that have kids for Finn for Finn's sake I mean I don't want to live in another year of isolation you know he's turning one tomorrow and you know he needs friends so that's kind of my new year resolutions um you know kind of change change 2022 needs to change um as far as our friend friend thing goes it's probably good that you start working and making friends because i am not outgoing uh, i'm very much a uh become a hobbit uh live in a hole don't talk well to the problem is is that those are the people that you make friends with yeah. and then they don't want to do anything yeah they can. they're the same way well fishbeck's pretty outgoing no we're not talking about fishbeck no, here i know fishbeck is the worst <laughs> um he's a buddy that i just cannot stand um anyways so yeah, like it, it's 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 it, I'm hopeful for 2022. I'm really hoping for a lot of things, honestly. I'm living on a prayer, you guys. Living on a We're halfway there. Living on a prayer. Anyways, yeah. So, I hope you guys had a wonderful safe happy new year and um i hope that your 2022 meets all of your goals and you know resolutions if you do resolutions and i hope that you have um a wonderful week first week of 2022 so have a good one guys thanks for coming to depressed dolphins thanks for talking to us when i was really bored so that was fun yeah welcome to altered carbon uh depressed dolphins uh we'll talk about all of our cyberpunk uh crime noir needs next time.